You're listening to the Mind Made Wrong podcast, presented by Steel Maggie, episode number 28. I want to rewind and talk about how... Um, we love this industry loves to paint us, you know, artists as heroes, right? And it really loves to, um, you know, it's like you have to do everything to be a star. And it's, it's so annoying because it's like, what if that's not what people want? You know, it's a lot of times the old way has been, you know, really just it's it's all about, you know, the fame and it's all about, um, it's all about that kind of ethos, you know, and I don't, I don't agree, you know, it's, it's, if it comes, you know, it's because people really fucking wanted and liked your motherfucking music. And, um, it's, the mental toll that it takes, you know, and when we think about, um, we start to think about like how, how we're reacting to it. Right. As, as artists, you know, it's like, we start to, um, it's like, Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I should be completely like, you know, um, I should be this way. You know, I should be like a machine. Basically you start to feel like a machine. At least that's how I feel. And, um, it's like, that's not the industry anymore as musicians. It's really not. And, um, but it's still very pervasive where, um, we like to, um, you know, or not we, um, but the industry really, really paints it as, you know, like it's do or die, die for your dreams. Basically it's really, it's really, it's really like, it's like you give everything or you give nothing, you know? And when you have another job, you know, when you have something else, you know, and we, we, if you have any other concern at all, it's, you don't care enough. You don't care enough. You're not willing to give your life for, us you know and it's it's bullshit so um i want i love i absolutely love um that you were talking about self-care really um and self-care you know as i've mentioned on this podcast is not about bath bombs you know it can be it it can be bath bombs it can definitely (laughs) i fucking love lush (laughs) shout out to y'all but um sponsor absolutely sponsor this episode in I particular. Love <laughs> let's talk about self-care and what it actually really means to you um self-care is something that i'm continually working on um, right. because i think that what i'm realizing and this is kind of something that's actually i've had to come to terms with after um our last conversation so i'm gonna have to kind of figure things out as I'm talking. That's how, that's literally how I do everything is I I do it through speaking Um, and writing. Well, I, I've had to kind of figure out that what makes you feel good does not always make you happy. Um, Whether it be, you know, like going out to a party and having a bunch of drinks that might make you feel good, but it might not overall make you happy. And I've actually found out that a lot of things that do not physically make me feel good, make me really happy, like exercise and, um, you know, kind of pushing yourself that even if you're a little tired and like, you just want to go back to sleep, 
I found that sometimes self-care can be pushing yourself to go and get something done today that's really satisfying. Like this last weekend has been just a crazy whirlwind for me. Um, like Friday morning, um, I went to, um, we, we were on a radio show on Friday. So um, I had to go all the way down to Long Beach, record um, a radio session, and then, you know, make it back to LA for a friend's party, which, you know, was self-care because I'm such a social person that I just like being around that. And I was already tired from the radio thing and the driving, but I wanted to go to that party, even though the next morning I was driving all the way up to Northern California to the Sequoias for a film shoot. And that was such a big moment of just artistic fulfillment because I was making art and everything was turning out exactly how I wanted. And it was also just kind of emotionally fulfilling as someone that enjoys nature and really feels a strong spiritual connection to it. It was, it was worth getting up early the day after a party when I was tired and exhausted and just getting in a car and doing, you know, a four hour drive up to go and make art. <laughs> you know, it was, it did not feel good physically to go and do that. But I feel so much better coming out of it. Um, and self-care is really just like figuring out what's going to make you happy. And I'm still figuring out the difference between what makes you feel good and what makes you actually happy. And, you know, a lot of the times it's the same thing. Like, I don't know, eating nice food makes me feel good and also genuinely makes me happy. Um, but it can be small things. It can be big things. Um, you just kind of have to figure out what what actually puts you in a better place than you were just in and what the best thing you need to do is it sometimes self-care is yeah, sometimes self-care is doing the hard thing and the thing that you're dreading and just doing it and getting that feeling of fulfillment and pride and you know accomplishment I guess <laughs> it's so interesting that um I mean, I know every, th every fucking single thing you're saying is true right now. Um, so, I'm sorry. This, this, this podcast is very, this is very R. Um, but, um, or PG-13 at least. Mom, if you are listening, I'm sorry. I have never said a swear word in my life. Ah! <laughs> never. <laughs> She's probably going to listen. Um, yeah, no, it's, Mind Made Wrong is extremely, it's, 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 I allow a lot of cursing because I myself am a cursor. It's just, it's just who I am. It's, it's music, hard. It's, it's hard. To, it's hard to not. I don't know. I don't. I, it's, I don't. You pick not, it up. I have a very large vocabulary. I have a prolific vocabulary. And you know what's, <laughs> what's kind of interesting is that I noticed that a lot of the the things that I do and things that I picked up from music I think it actually has to do with the fact that I'm a woman in music and you express yourself in a different way because people will always try to put you in boxes and I I know that this is a huge tangent but, warning um, labels yeah, but <laughs> like I feel like profanity for a while is kind of a way to assert yourself as not being super traditionally femme in a music scene where you're immediately put in a very femme box and they go like, even if it doesn't feel like you, like I remember as a teenager, I would be playing shows 
and people would tell me, you should learn Taylor Swift covers and, you know, all of these things. And they would go, oh, you sound like Jewel. And, you know, wow, Jewel, great. Amazing. You know, has like, you know, there's things to respect about these. These are still compliments. Um, But I never felt like I identified with it. I felt like they were putting me in way more of a femme box than I felt I lived in because I grew up listening to a lot of punk bands, which at the time there was not a lot of female representation. And thankfully that's changing. A lot of, a lot of women in music are coming to the front now, but as a teenager, the stuff that I was being handed, I was not being handed a lot of things with women in it. And so I felt like I had a very kind of like masculine approach to things and getting put in these weird, weirdly feminine boxes just was such a surprise to me. And I fought back against that in a lot of ways. You know, I I fought back against that in my writing. I fought back against that in the way that I talked to people, the way I dressed, um, the the word choices that I used. I I tried to be very unfeminine for a good while. And I think I'm, you know, trying to just find the most authentic self that I can. You, right. My mother, um, I love her, love you, because she listens to this podcast. But um, she was like, it's so unladylike that you swear. And I was like, but I feel like it expresses, like when I say the word fuck, like it's so like, it's so like, it's so cathartic. Like it's like, I don't feel like it, I feel like I am probably I'm I'm super feminine I am you know I I do conform to the gender you know that I was assigned at birth like I completely like you look at me and it's like oh yeah okay that's that's definitely you know a woman and you'd be surprised you would be surprised if I say if I said I wasn't um but um I just I feel it, I'm so interested about like you know the the femininity that we tried to per that we have been asked to perform yeah. you know and that swearing is a part of that it's unladylike it's uh it's I feel like it's not just it's just not Mary Poppins yeah. you know and it's like I feel like I feel like we should be able to you know I feel like it's almost a good way to remind people that you're a person and a not, person and not just a yeah. little lady feminine stereotype little it's lady. it's just a little something to go like huh i didn't expect that to come out of your mouth maybe you're a person maybe <laughs> just maybe right it's like we i could really, do a whole episode about do being, an entire about being a woman in music should yeah, we could this do that. It's about you. We can start a new podcast. I like our let's, dynamic. Oh my god, I'm so into our dynamic right now, though. Um, yes, no, that that's I, I need to like little save this like this little, little clip because it's it is a podcast or a episode or an actual podcast. But um, let us start to talk about um, the significant, um, the most significant um, thing that you think affects. Um, musicians in with mental health today you know in this industry um and i know that we were talking about earlier um about um what happiness means to you and you were talking about what makes um you feel good is not necessarily what makes you happy so i kind of want to i I want you to expound expand upon that (laughs) I don't know what expound actually means. I say expound all the time and it's actually, I feel like it's not a word. Um, I want you to expand upon that and um, tell us how, um, my normal question at this point is, um, what is the biggest pain point? Um, But I feel like it's, what is the, 
biggest happy point from you you know like what what is what is going to um what would you tell musicians um and entertainers Mm -hmm. and creative people in general what is what is the first step to um helping us distinguish what is making us feel good and what is making us feel happy and maybe they're both yeah it can be both let's talk about that um it's I think it's kind of hard to create a universal first step for anybody. Um, I think for me, it's just been good to kind of scrap my approach wholly because, you know, I, I had this idea that, you know, if I just have the right attitude, you know, all this success will happen immediately and it'll be big. And if I didn't meet these weird expectations that I set for myself right away, I would feel like I was failing. And this time around, I don't expect anything. I mean, that, that was with a former band of mine. And with a new project, I just set no standards. I, I don't expect to get anything out of, you know, any show that I do. I can't assume, well, you know, this many people are going to like me. You know, my Instagram following is going to go up by this amount if I do this thing. Like, I, I can't set goals like that for myself anymore because they're so incredibly arbitrary that the only thing that I want to do is just be a good musician and just trust in that, keep doing work that I'm excited about and just find good ways to show that off to the world and, you know, just appreciate every little thing that comes in, you know, every single time that someone says, oh, I like you guys, you know, and gives us some compliment or says something nice about the songwriting, you know, it's, it's hugely validating now because I'm not going like, well, I need more of this. I never, I, I, I used to feel like I need to have everybody saying that at me all the time. I need to be completely and fully blowing away everyone. And now I've kind of just leaned back and gone, okay, well, I'm not for everyone. And I'm just going to keep making the best things that I can, that I'm happy with, that even if nobody else likes it, I still feel like we played a good show and that I can be excited about what we're doing. I, there's so much going on when it comes to social media. And I know, I know this has been going on for a while, but um, a lot of us, um, myself included, on occasion, you know, um, not all the time, I will say that, um, but um, we really put our entire being, our entire worth as a musician and as a person into social media, you know, and I want to talk about how we can separate ourselves as artists um, and really um, step into the art rather than um, step into or remain in um, this is the judgment. This is the judgment. This is exactly who I am. And whatever, whatever people who say who I am, however, however many people like my photo, this is how many people like me. You know? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not true, especially with algorithms. You know what I'm saying? It's just not yeah. true. Social media is such a tricky and fickle thing because, you know, it's a business. It's, it's not just this nice thing that's made for creators. It's, 
um, designed to make money off of creators. And you have to look at, you, you have to take everything like that with a grain of salt. Um, social media, it brings so many wonderful things to the world. It's how people like to find music now. And I've actually, you know, I've found some of my favorite bands through social media and I've been found by people through social media. And, you know, there's, there's something really amazing about getting to connect with people that you never would have run into anywhere else you wouldn't have ever met or known about in any way. It's, it's great that social media does that for you, but you have to be very careful about it because it is this, you know, addictive thing that you are kind of taught to associate with your own self-worth and with your own worth as an artist because you, you're told nobody will even consider booking you for this venue unless you have at least this decent following and you know nobody will even consider signing you unless you're above this certain number or something like that which it's all ridiculous and a lot of people don't care about the numbers is the truth the label that i worked at we you know we we made exceptions on the numbers all the time we we worked with people that didn't have social media at all when we started working with them and i was very lucky to be able to see on the other side and go okay social media as important as it is is not everything you know it's very important for communicating with people because it's it's such a social and interactive way to to talk to people and you can directly talk to your fans and you know actually get to have a somewhat personal relationship even if it is on the internet you can have a personal relationship with them there's plenty of people that um, came to our shows that we've managed to stay in touch with via social media and i now feel that they're friends of mine and when i whenever i see them online i'm happy to to see them and feel like they're part of my life but it was a really good reality check to just go and see okay this label is listening and the music is good and the numbers aren't actually everything because the numbers are something that will change. They'll, they'll change regardless of whatever you're doing. If, if you're not doing anything, you might get lucky and the numbers will grow on their own. Um, they might just kind of stop growing for no reason whatsoever. Your engagement might go down because of an algorithm change that you don't know how to ride the wave of. But, um, you know, it's, it's very fickle, but it'll do what it's doing and you just kind of have to focus on your own art and just showing off the things that you think are cool because people respond best to the things that are good you know and if you feel like something the most authentic yeah, you. If, yeah if you feel like some your your art or a personal story that you're sharing is authentic and good and you want to share with people you know, you just, you just have to put that out there and, you know, you might not get the engagement that you think you want from Under it. the thousands, right? Yeah. You might, you know, sometimes posts will go viral or something like that, but most of the time it's, it's very hit or miss. And a lot of the people that you've worked so hard to collect on there, you know, all these fans that you've worked hard to make, not even all of them will see it just because of yeah, the way they that won't the even see are. it. Yeah. Yeah. That they won't even see it. And that can be so discouraging, but you just have to accept that, you know, that's how it is. Just keep doing your thing and the numbers will come and aid you as much as they possibly can. <laughs> but engage as an actual person, I think. Um, and I love how you really just put it is that, um, 
these people come to you as friends, you know, and you need to consider them, you know, no matter if you are a musician, no matter if you are a painter, a, um, a sketch artist, a, a writer, you know, a freelance writer, a journalist, um, whatever, if you are, whatever, I know I'd really direct this podcast to creative people, um, whatever creative venue you are going towards, um, I feel like we need to stop thinking about like I feel like I feel like the the old industry really is like fans 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 and it's like I never see people who follow me as as that I feel I feel like I see you yeah. as friends you know because you talk to me you engage with me you send me DMs you know yeah. and it's like I want to know you you know and I feel like um the more that you see it less as a transactional relationship, the more that you see it as an interactional relationship, the more it's like, oh, we are, we are working on this together. And, you know, hey, there's algorithms that may fuck things up, that yeah. will fuck things up, you know, as we've seen with Facebook and Instagram and all these things. Um, yeah. But, you know, when you, yeah. when you have a post that, you know, gets a lot of engagement or likes or something like that. It does not feel as good as just having someone talk to you on there, you know, whether it's a DM or a comment or something where someone's actually just having a personal conversation with you. It, that just feels so much better than whatever number of people like it because, you know, liking is such a arbitrary thing. There's a million reasons that go into why you, why you like something. So it's, it for me it's so much more about the relationships right right, just, right, you know, right it's it's nice when people that we've met doing shows will talk to us online and just go like um hey i met you yeah and last week we were at a radio show and some people that you know came out to our shows like saw that on our, our instagram stories that we were um at long beach that day and a lot of people replied to to us right. and it just felt good to to talk to people you know to, to feel like there's a little bit of a friendship there because I don't know there is yeah. there <laughs> is I mean I mean it's on our yeah. side right we're like hey I actually feel like yeah. I'm friends with y'all a good yeah. fan relationship yeah. should feel like a friendship a friendship you know it, yeah. it really should and I, I'm someone that subscribes to the belief that friendships don't always have to be these close extremely personal things I've got a lot of people in my life in different capacities I've got people that I see once every two years and feel extremely, extremely close to. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's, it's great to be able to do that through social media. And I think you really should be taking the approach of just, you know, caring about the people that you meet through it and recognizing that they are, they are real. They're not just this number. They're not just this handle on the screen. They're an actual whole person that likes your music and, you know, probably has something in common with you. I wanted to talk um, with you about two more things. Um, actually, just one more thing. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> right. we're, 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 so at the bar, we're at the end. I know. <laughs> um, I really want to discuss with you um, what are the things that, um, first of all, I'm actually really um, provoked in this direction because it's, you really kind of spark something in me about what makes you happy is not what sometimes what makes you feel good. And I've, I've always, I've always worked on that. I've always been, you know, um, um, 
declarative of that on this podcast is that, you know, go for what makes you uncomfortable. Do the uncomfortable thing. Do what you're dreading. Literally, that used to be like a background on my phone. Like (laughs) do exactly what you dread because um, pretty much what you dread, even even if it's chores, you know, it is it is something that is is bugging you inside. And when you have the um, wherewithal and when you say, when you say I'm going to do X, Y, Z thing, and when you actually do it, mm-hmm. I said this on the last, there's, there is a magic in that. And, um, you know, I just, I want to really kind of reiterate that with what you were talking about, which is, um, with what you were talking about, even me with me last week, um, which y'all were, it was a private conversation, so yeah. y'all weren't privy, but, um, she was talking about really making the move, you know, to um, do what made her tick, you know, yeah. do what made her like the, the, the thing that really it was like, I'm, I want to do this, not for anyone else. Um, I want to, not because I want to please anyone. That's been such a theme for my life is that I do a lot of things that um, musicians are yeah. often people pleasers. People pleasers, <laughs> right? We're entertainers. We like to yeah. please a crowd. But in our personal lives, um, it is hard to separate that. And um, I've done a lot of things and I've said a lot of things that weren't really me because they, I, I wanted to keep the peace. And, um, this past several weeks have been full of, um, internal change for me in that way, because I have said, I have said, I am not going to keep the peace for someone else and thus declare war on myself. Hell yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's been, I made up, I made that up, but like, it's like, it's, I made that up like a couple, a couple, a couple weeks ago, but, um, I, it's been so important to me and I really just want to know how you've been, um, tell us how you're going to create beautiful things in 2019 (laughs) and in 2020, how you're going to continue this work that you've started and how you are going to continue this, um, in, in this spirit, because I feel like the spirit is so important and just living in this acceptance of your creativity and your position and your just willingness to be a vessel, you know, of that creativity. You know, I really want to hear about that. Yeah. I mean, when I left um, my job, it wasn't just to make this transition into having a career in music, having a career in doing photography, directing, things like that. Um, It was kind of just setting up an experiment for myself to be happy. That was the most important thing to me because I just was not happy every single day. I was not happy. And, you know, there are, of course, you know, wonderful moments in every day of your life. But um, overall, I just wasn't happy and I was not the things that I was doing every single day were not the things that I most enjoyed doing. I don't like sitting in an, you know, in an office where it's dark. I like being outside. I like, you know, I, I keep describing what I'm doing as just going outside and sitting in the sun, which I it don't, might be. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't literally do a lot of that, but I am outdoors a lot more than I used to be. And I feel a lot more fulfilled being in different places every day and just for me, I'm someone that while 
you know, I, I like a certain level of routine. I like something to be different every day. I like, I, I, I constantly try to be doing different things. And it was really important for me to just kind of accept that and make my full-time job just kind of being happy and being a person that was just doing things that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And, you know, just trusting that if I just keep on this path of trying to become a better artist and, you know, sharing that, of course, because that's how you make it sustainable is by sharing it with people. And um, I've just adopted this mindset of just make art for everything, any, any single thing that interests me, that is something that I want to do. I just need to go for it and I need to go out and do it. You know, like I, I went to the Redwoods because I was, trying to uh, I was talking with uh, Sonia Morale about what she wanted for this video and we were talking about how we wanted her to feel small and we were discussing all these complicated ideas of how to do that and I went we can just go to the redwoods where there's a forest of giant trees Gigantic we can just trees. we can just go there that's something that you can just do and you know there's you might tell yourself well that's you know a big deal and you know to bring all your equipment up there and to do a shoot where the factors might not work in your favor and I think for me I've just tried to adopt this idea of giving everything an honest shot even if it seems a little ambitious you know you have to be a little realistic but you should take your ambition and your you know kind of ideas that you have to push and stretch for and just go for it and if it doesn't turn out the way that you want, just keep trying, you know? Yes, you did it though. You did the actual <laughs> idea and you just have to adjust. Yeah. If that yeah. died, you just have to adjust because you, you actually did the idea, you yeah. know? And that's, that's the biggest issue for me personally is that it's like, I don't do the idea. Just <laughs> actually try the motherfucking idea and then you will, and then you'll see what needs to be changed. I'm like, yeah. I don't even, I don't, I know something will need to be changed, but I don't know what that is. And I'm like, okay, you can't know what that is until you, do the idea yeah right? you have to you have to fully dive in because otherwise you're going to be kind of paralyzed by well I don't know if this idea is realistic should I do it shouldn't I do it and you know you kind of debate and right. a lot of the times you often settle for something that you think you can achieve and you know sometimes that's it's great and it lines up where the thing that is easily achievable is exactly what you want but sometimes you have to just reach for the bigger thing and I've got this expression that is kind of I mean I'm not really a mantra person but um I find that a lot of the times I tell myself you know you've got to do something even if slowly even if badly you've got to do the thing that you want to do and it's it's been an amazing philosophy for me because I, I realize like life is long you have like a lot of um chances to make mistakes and to make better art you know i've i've made plenty of bad art it's it happens it's fine because you're allowed to you're allowed to make bad art and learn from it and be a little bit better next time and you know my lighting skills have gone up as a photographer you know my my gear has upgraded over the years my ability as a director has gone up now i actually know how to talk to people <laughs> and tell them what i want them to do and you know actualize what i want things to look like and that's something that, you know, has come out of just practice and a lot of falling flat and 
just, you know, doing things badly and, you know, at my own pace, because for the longest time, I just didn't feel like I could make art. And it took me a lot to just get to the point where I feel, okay, I'm ready to just go. <laughs> like, I can just try this and fully execute my idea. And if it, I can't fully execute it, well, at least I learned some skills and I'm getting closer to being able to fully communicate the ideas that I have. And that, that applies as a visual artist, that applies as a songwriter. It's so important to just practice your craft and, you know, just fully, fully lean into what you want to do and try not to let the fears get to you too much. I know. Oh my God. She's, isn't she everything that the mind main wrong, the mind main wrong podcast is like, she's just everything because like, she was like, allow yourself to make mistakes. You are allowed to make art. You are allowed to make mistakes and you are allowed to be terrible, right? You, you know, certainly you're allowed to be so terrible. allowed to be terrible. You're allowed to be fucking fantastic, but you don't ever have, you just, the only one requirement is that you have to try, that you have to just, just do it. Just, yeah. just, just write a word, write a second word, write a third word, paint a, yeah. stroke you know like i am just uh, how uh, how what yeah. is going on in this day um I, <laughs> as i just stole from Eliza edwards love you um but um this advice is specifically aimed at artists but just you know doing things that make myself happy is all all i want to do you know, and I feel like that's pretty basic advice. Um, it can't be said enough. Yeah, it's yeah. just I've ignored yeah. that advice so many times. And I want to tell you all because I've ignored that exact advice. And it is so true that it just feels like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm doing the best that I can. But then yeah. you're just really you really are. You need to actually take a look at yourself and you need to be like, am I trying to please other people? Or am I trying to please me? Am I trying to please, am I trying to live towards the truest version of myself? And you need to ask yourself whether you're in a bad relationship or any relationship yeah. or whether you're in a bad relationship with yourself, right? Or in a bad job or um, anything that you, that is outside of you, you need to ask, am I being the person that I dreamed I know that I know I can be if you're if that is if the answer is anything if you are hesitating with a yes then the answer is then the answer is no and then you need to figure out you need to listen to her one more time <laughs> and say am I doing what is making me happy all right and it's it's yeah. a long process I'm yeah. still working on it I do a lot oh of, of course of I course do a it's, lot not, of it's not as yeah I do a lot of unnecessary things that don't make me happy and it's just um a process and everyone needs to take it at their own pace and you'll you'll get there as long as as long as you've set the goal oh my goodness <laughs> oh my goodness absolutely please remind us miss adriana ines where we can find you on social media on the internet uh well my band is girl hazel band girl on, hazel yeah we're on instagram we're on twitter we are on facebook um and we will have an email list soon we, we've got a website in the works um and if you are a fan of photography and 
videography and things like that. I also have my own personal, um, which is Bugs Need Hugs. It's a it's a cutie name. It's uh, memorable. A Bugs Need oh, yeah. Hugs. It's a uh, an issue I'm campaigning over. And uh, yeah, you can follow me there. And Bugs do need hugs. I'm excited to meet you all. Follow her at Girl Hazel Band at Bugs Need Hugs. Just everywhere just don't don't be a slacker um i love y'all but i you you for your benefit for your own benefit she takes flawless photos if you if you if you want to be anywhere near some fucking flawless photos she's got them like every time i'm on instagram i just pull it up and i'm like what okay what (laughs) i'm just like it's bad thank you oh my god that's so good um but anyway thank you so much my beautiful creators. Thank you, Adriana. Thank you thank for you. having me. Yes. Thank I, you. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you, all of you, for please. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are anywhere behooven, behooved, I don't know the, the past tense of behooved? you behooved, exactly, behooved, behooved to leave me a review, um, leave me a rating on either Google Podcasts or. Um, Apple Podcasts, or wherever there is a place for you to leave a review, wherever you listen, if there's a place for you to review, please leave us a review. Please tell us the value that we give to you. Um, Please follow um, me on Spotify, Steel Maggie. Please um, subscribe. Mind Made Wrong podcast hosted by Steel Maggie. Um, We are on YouTube. So, um, Steel Maggie, if you are watching this video, you are on my channel right now. Hi, I'm so happy Hello. to have you. Um, Steel if you aren't Maggie watching music. On, if you aren't watching on YouTube, um, do it. We There's look, a problem. I'm not going to lie. We look, we look pretty cute right now. So good. <laughs> Love y'all. And anyone who's watching, I'm so happy. Please leave a comment telling us what the best thing you got i mean i know there's a lot of things that you got from miss adriana but the best top top thing and also just tell us that and then also tell us don't lie but tell us that you followed her and subscribed to her okay (laughs) i love you so much my beautiful creators i will see you next week for another amazing mind made wrong um it's gonna be don't know what episode, but I love you so much. But until then, let's go create beautiful things. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>